I'm Pastor Daniel Morris, and you're listening to Sharing the Bread of Life, a podcast by St. Timothy's Lutheran Church in Skokie, Illinois. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular subscriber, I pray that Christ feeds you from the stories and testimony you'll hear today. We do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. May the Lord fill you with every good thing, and may you have enough left over to share. Luke 2, verses 1 to 20. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver the child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. So, you finally made it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Is there a church in the house tonight? That wasn't very loud. Try that again, church. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Beautiful. We are the church. We are a people gathered by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ. We are the church. Witnesses to the power of God for the salvation of the world. We are the church. Caretakers of salvation's fruit so that our community might be fed with heavenly blessing. We aren't just here tonight to remember the past, to enshrine a birth that happened long, long ago. We are here to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, here and now. God made flesh among us. I want to take a moment to ask you to check in with yourself right now. 
How are you doing this Christmas? Your answer will depend on the other things that are happening in your life at this moment. Perhaps everything is falling into place perfectly for you right now. Or perhaps the stress of the past several weeks has overshadowed the wonder and the excitement that you usually feel at this time of year. Maybe you have a care or a concern that is preventing you from being fully present tonight. However you are doing right now, take a silent moment to acknowledge that feeling. This is the feeling that Christ is born into. This is the moment that Christ is born into, particularly if well-being seems out of your reach this Christmas. You need only skim the top 20 news stories of 2019 to remember all the ways that well-being has eluded us this year. It can be difficult to see the brokenness that's woven through that first Christmas when we're looking at it through beloved carols and pristine manger scenes. Christ was not born into a perfect world, but into a perfectly messy world. But the top 20 news stories of Jesus' day might have had headlines like these. Lord Augustus takes census, levies, new tax. Savior Caesar stops uprising, keeps peace. Jewish King Herod builds up God's temple. Headlines like these don't seem all that different from the headlines that we might read today. And if we pay close attention to what they are saying, we will see the hidden costs of life under Roman rule. Rome's roads, aqueducts, and military ushered in a new era of peace and stability. But they were expensive to maintain. Taxes were so heavy that 90% of those living under Roman rule were living in poverty. Scholars estimate that 28%, nearly a third of all of those who are living under Roman rule, regularly went without things like food, clean water, adequate clothing, and even shelter. Many found security through servitude, voluntarily selling themselves and members of their family into slavery. Furthermore, Rome swiftly and at times brutally punished civil unrest. Adding insult to injury, Rome did not recognize the Jews as a distinct people. They were lumped together with the hated Samaritans to the north and the Edumans to whom Herod belonged to the south. Cultural misunderstandings frequently led to resentment and violence. True well-being eluded all but the very wealthy three percenters under Roman rule. It was through this world 
that a poor travel-worn carpenter and his very pregnant fiancée trudged in search of lodging. Meanwhile, hired hands kept watch over their employer's sheep in a nearby field. When suddenly an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, they were understandably overcome with terror. But the angel said, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. Good news and great joy weren't things anyone would associate with the evening papyrus. The angel continued, Born to you all today is a Savior who is Christ the Lord in the city of David. It must have been exciting and confusing and terrifying all at once. Christ, God's anointed, David's heir and the rightful Jewish king, a Lord, a Savior who would deliver God's people from Caesar's mighty grip. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those among whom God favors. Peace. A different kind of peace than the peace offered by empire. This was God's peace. A peace which translated from Hebrew means well-being. The prophets believed that well-being was a hallmark of God's kingdom, a trademark of the Christ. Well-being from God was not limited to the Caesars and the three percenters. It was for all people, and perhaps most especially for the impoverished, the hungry, the thirsty, the naked, the homeless, and the slaves. Such well-being found its way to many during Jesus' life and ministry. Such well-being is meant to shape the heart of the church's ministry today. I don't need to remind you of all the ways that we as church have fallen short of our calling in the world. Being church does not mean that we are somehow any less broken or sinful or in need of a savior. Being church does mean that we have found good news to believe in. Being church does mean that we have found a promise that is worth holding on to with everything we've got. Being church does mean that we are constantly striving in faith to live well and to care for all who are unwell. Most importantly, We are to care for those who are otherwise invisible to the powers that be. The baby in a Bethlehem manger is born to make us well. He makes us well with God so that we might live well in the world. He makes us well with God so that we might be well in all our relationships, whether they be with people or possessions or work or even our own bodies. The well-being that comes from God binds us to one another in loving service. It especially binds us to all who are being crushed for the comfort 
and well-being of a privileged few. It restores the holiness of people and things profaned by our carelessness. The well-being that comes from God through Christ makes the broken world healthy and whole. Remember that feeling that you identified several minutes ago, the moment into which Christ is born. This, this is where God is working to make you well this Christmas. There are millions on this planet who share that same feeling right now. We are church to tell them of God's safe power for salvation. We are church to share the fruit of salvation that they might be fed with heavenly blessing, even as we have been fed. We are church, the body of Christ, dressing the injuries of a wounded world. This Christmas, we are born anew through the living and abiding word of God. May the peace which surpasses all understanding, guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Sharing the Bread of Life. For more information on the mission and ministries of St. Timothy's Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.stTimothyskokie.org or like us on Facebook. Check back next week for a new episode. The blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and always.